as I've talked about before, we're in this, we came into this kind of another newness phase and, uh, and we're kind of still in the early stages of it. And it's roughly a nine month period. And of course, my mind is blanking on human time right now. So I can't remember when this started, but it might have been it might have been in early June. I can't remember for sure. Um, but I shared about it in, in other transmissions. So it, it should be there for folks. So where we're at right now within it, like kind of the sub phase within it, if you will, is is pretty intense. And there are many different kind of layers of experience that pe people may be having with these current energies. And I would say that for most of us on some level, um, even if really cool things are happening for us, the energies are, I would say, fraught. <laughs> um, and we can, of course, choose that to be to our benefit, or we can kind of get sucked under by it. Um, but it's not going away until we work with what is being brought up for us um, through this time. One of the uh, kind of pieces that is occurring in order to support us to work with it um, is that there's a little bit of a sort of a slowdown. And, and the slowdown is actually only about the kind of the law, the at the sort of cosmic level, the kind of the, the creational energies, the kind of core creational energy that flows in through all of us. And we then kind of corral or don't corral that energy into whatever we're creating in form in our kind of material experiences here. Um, but that energy itself is as it relates to our ability to experience it is, is, is in a short term slowdown. And the slowdown is, again, in order to help us to, uh, to be able to work with whatever is being brought through for us at this time, even though it may not feel like it's helping us at all. <laughs> right? Like, uh, that's not helpful. That's not helpful. And the ways in which as I was talking about the kind of different many layers of experience that we may be having and what that might look like, um, it may look like a, a couple of different things that I want to describe for people. So it may look like a kind of a friction vibe, like instead of a smooth flow vibe, um, in which we are doing a lot, doing, 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 right? There's a lot of like, almost like a kind of a manic, kind of intense very mind generated, mind focused, like action, 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 because we are not connecting into or aware of or dropping into what actions actually would be in pure alignment. And because we're not really feeling that clarity of the pure alignment, we're just doing, 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 doing. And there's this grippy kind of like trying to kind of control and manage and get a handle on things. So that that's sort of one very dominant experience for many. Um, and then another is the exact opposite, which is the friction is creating kind of a, a, a kind of, I can't go into action. I don't want to do anything. I can't do anything. I don't feel inspired to do anything. I don't care about anything. I'm like super meh. And, um, and there are a couple of layers in this kind of not doing things. So the, so first, the super crunchy, I would say, version or the more challenging version is 
essentially the flip side of this too much doing where there's just this kind of a sense of like, I don't know what I should be doing. So I'm not going to do anything, or I don't really feel like I can do anything. There may be um, what I often think of as kind of rebellion energy coming in. That's driving some of the, I'm not doing anything and the rebellion energy really coming from that. Well, you know what, if I'm not going to get what I need and want, and I'm not going to get help and I'm not going to get supported and I'm not going to have clarity, then fuck it. I'm not doing anything and fuck everybody and everything, you know? Um, and that's like a very normal experience, rebellion energy for us to have that, um, throughout our lives at various different points along the way. And so there's no judgment as I described that. Um, uh, but you may have some judgment of it in yourself. Um, I know at times when I've experienced it, I certainly had some judgment of it in myself and it's very normal to have the judgment of it. And then that creates a negative kind of flywheel effect. Um, for, for those who've been having kind of really good experiences for the most part in these recent high, beautiful energies, particularly in the last year or so, and feeling a sense of kind of meh and being like, what? Like, what's going on? Where'd that, huh? You know, and sort of feeling, starting to feel a little pang of like missing a sense of stronger connection. And that may tie a little bit to the uh, the sense of creational energy slowing down briefly. And we got used to the big torrent and we like the big torrent. And now this is particularly for, for, for highly gifted people, there's a whole extra layer to this uh, because the highly gifted person, the highly gifted brain is usually in most cases by design kind of wired to crave the new all the time more new, next new, let me get more new, 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 learn, 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 la, 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 la. And this is one of the reasons why giftedness is actually, I always say a precursor to the embodied pan-dimensional kind of true nature of yourself, because you already have that disposition towards like, oh yeah, more, more, bring the fire hose in. I love the fire hose. Right. And then, you know, we have problems when we can't corral that fire hose and it kind of, you know, flaps us around. So this lack of the new is a really useful thing to pay attention to if it's ringing any bells for you. Because we can really get kind of addicted to the new in a way that doesn't serve us. Yes, the true, if you will, uh, kind of new creational energies that come through, that's where we do wanna be plugged in. And we do wanna really learn how to corral that fire hose of energy into kind of the correct direction and learn how to discern what is that kind of correct direction. Um, but the, the kind of the, the, the many other different ways in which we get into craving the new that undercut us um, are the things to pay attention to. So like, for example, if you're so kind of hooked on the new that you may be abandoning what you know works for you, in favor of the new, some unspecified new, right? And, and again, this is a really like common kind of, you know, trap for highly gifted people. I think it's common for, for, you know, like in the world, we think of this as bright, shiny object syndrome, but it's a very specific version that occurs for people with a gifted brain, where it's like, it's not just about bright, shiny, bright, shiny object syndrome. It's also like your core essence is about I'm here for the new, right? And uh, I and I literally am here in this time for this incredible evolutionary experience, which is all about new. And what is that new being? And so when we don't have it, it can be very frustrating. It can be very demoralizing. And we keep looking for what's the next new thing. During this time, 
this little phase of energy that we're in, if any of that is resonating, you want to go back in and look at what do you know works? Do a little inventory. Look back. What has helped? Go back and use those things. Bring them in. What's your little menu that you have, you know, in your mind or physically write it out of these are the things that I know light me up. These are the things that I know help me be in my center. These are the things that I know help me be grounded. These are the things that I know help me kind of connect into my own intel, whatever that is, right? And you know what those are and they might not be, they might not feel glamorous or exciting because they're not new. Well, sorry. Sometimes you got to work with what works. And it's an important phase that we're in right now where we have to, hmm, we can't just keep building kind of the castles on sand, you know, just like, oh, what's the next new cool castle? What's the next new cool castle? And, and I'm not necessarily talking about like, oh, we have to go spend a bunch of time on the foundation per se. It's just paying attention to it and remembering that's like, oh, yeah, you know, actually, whatever kind of house you're building, there are some basic rules for how to build a foundation that works and engineers correctly. You know, if I'm that house and this new version of the house is this, I still need the foundation to look like this, right? So it's really about paying attention to that. And it's designed to support you because it's about making sure that you've kind of got all your sort of tools on deck and available and ready for what's coming next as the newness phase kind of unrolls into the next uh, next level of that, the next phase of the newness phase for you, whatever kind of starts to come through on that. The, the other kind of big piece that, um, that I wanna talk about a little bit uh, that's related to things that I've been discussing is this issue of kind of doing and action, lots and lots of action and lots and lots of doing, which could be starting to, you may be starting already, or it may come soon if, if you if you aren't quite there yet and you are doing a lot of this doing, may start to re- re- result in very classic overwhelm and burnout, right? And hopefully it's like mini burnout if you're having it and you can kind of, whoa, whoa, wait a minute, wait a minute, let me correct that, you know, and of course, um, and yeah, well, and hopefully you have many tools for for working with that, of course. But it's because of this, again, this kind of controlling, trying to control what will come, this kind of management of expectations as well can be a really kind of common thing to look at where you're where you don't really understand why am I so focused on I need to know when the thing is happening? You know, did we make the plan for next Wednesday or not? Is the plan happening? Is the plan happening? Come on, what's going on? What's the plan? You know, whatever whatever the version is of that, that looks like where you're feeling a little more grippy than you normally would, or a little more like kind of OCD-ish or a little bit more controlling or a little bit more overly planning than feels good to you, but you're not sure why. Um, So Part of that can just simply be, again, it's it, that's sort of your muscle memory of your body and your nervous system and your brain around, oh, this is what we need to do. That's kind of old version. This is what we need to do in order to be okay. But instead, go back to that list, to that menu that I just was kind of helping, reminding you of, of like what lights you up, what helps you connect, all of that kind of a stuff um, is, feels really uh, important and on point. Um, and as you are doing that, kind of, if you're doing that kind of reaching out, controlling, you know, future uh, management of expectations as much, you know, in a way that feels unhelpful to you, uh, 
remember the kind of the metaphor that I use all the time for all sorts of different things is, you know, to be the sunflower instead of being the bee, right? Let whatever you're going to create come to you. Don't go out and try to grab it right now. Um, work with that, however, it's, it's useful if it's useful and leave it, of course, with all things, leave it if it's not. So one of the interesting, for people who have been experiencing a really amazing kind of last year or more around these huge, beautiful cosmic energies and the huge up levels of the planetary energies who are having kind of a like, huh, phase right now, or like a meh, or like somehow that their normal ways of receiving, if you will, intel or information or connection or flow aren't quite working. And everything's like, it's cool, it's fine. Like, I'm fine. I'm not, I'm not freaking out. I'm not stressed out. I'm not having any of these other, you know, human problems like I used to have or whatever. But I'm really kind of quite like, I don't really like this. What's going on? This is kind of the imagery that's come for me today around this. So for me, in my own human experience, I tend to default uh, when I'm not focusing on kind of the full harmony of my integration. I tend to default to the cosmic. I tend to default to the spirit, to the metaphysical, to that, uh, and to the way in which I have such an immediate, fast access to information, whatever I, you know, I don't, I just am like, bloop, bloop, there it is, bloop, there it is. There, and it wasn't always like this in my life, but I, you know, have developed to that place. And for me, the experience in these past few days has been what I was just sort of describing of like, huh? like, you know, where's the stuff? And what, and there's a few different personal realizations there that I, I don't think are, are necessarily helpful to others to share, but this one feels relevant. So it's this idea of becoming a little monofocused on the modality through which I'm receiving my connection, receiving intel. And the visual that I was given around this idea was um, of being in a room that's a round room, that's its own building. It's a large round room is how I see it. I see it very clearly in my mind's eye, even now as I like think about it again. It's a big round room, like a, like kind of like a gazebo or, or something like that, but it's closed in and there's windows around the room and the windows all have curtains and the room actually moves. It spins in a circle. And so what you're looking at outside through any given window could change depending on the, you know, what, where the room is at that time. And for me personally, one of those windows is like this huge giant bay window that is always open and I'm seeing all the cool things all the time through that particular window. And right now that window is being a little gauzy and I'm like, what? what is that? Like I'm looking, trying to look at the thing and it's annoying. And it's bringing to my attention that I've become kind of dependent on just that one window. And, um, and so instead, oh, well, let me go over to this other window and move the curtain aside. The moving of the curtain aside is whatever the action is that I know uh, 
from past, right? Lights me up, helps me feel connected, whatever that is. And I can talk about some of those examples in a minute. And of course you hopefully have your own from your own experiences, but that's what the action of moving that curtain to the side. And now I have a different view through a different window. And what I'm seeing there is, you know, more on point for what I need at this time. Um, or the room itself moved and now I'm back to seeing, you know, out my beautiful view that I'm used to seeing, but that like, oh, now the bay window is actually like facing, you know, to the back hillside and not giving me the cool view I want or whatever. And so, so this visual hopefully is helpful. I don't, I don't know why it would be helpful, but it was very helpful to me and, um, and hopefully you will find it to be helpful as well. So the kind of the different actions for me have been because I tend to go away from the physical for me, it's been about how do I get, okay, wait a minute, go back to the really embodied stuff, right? Back to and more. I mean, I'm always doing some of this, right? Because that's just part of maintenance, but an increasing amount of time in nature, slowed down in nature, you know, skin in contact with earth, feet on the earth, you know, um, not just my daily swimming that I'm doing, but like more of that other sort of earthen based magics and practices that, um, that I don't need, I'm putting in air quotes, because I get the intel and all the other different ways. And so I've kind of stopped doing some of them regularly, which is also fine at different phases. But it's like, let's bring some of that back in a little bit more in different ways. Um, and, uh, and to just really be paying attention to the embodied side in various different ways. Now, I think for someone who is super embodied and like that part's really easy for them, um, you know, I, I'm a little, uh, I'm not, I'm coming up a little blank as I'm thinking about what would they be then doing? Um, but just that kind of feeling into the way the heart essentially can kind of be that opening portal into that intuition, into that guidance, into the star maps, whatever, whatever people are, are feeling there. Um, and again, I think the unifying factor in all of these is what lights you up when you know what lights you up or you're willing to discover and explore what lights you up. And then you're willing to actually do those things regularly. That's what turns all the stuff back on. That's what opens the curtains on the different windows. And one of the interesting kind of mm, little sticky wickets of this current energy is the way the energy can feel is that can feel like nothing lights me up. But you know, that's not true. You know, if you put a little extra effort, if you just kind of like, you know, kind of, you know, a little bit of like, okay, I'm going to push through and I'm going to do, I'm going to go make myself do whatever the thing is, you know, you know, that often actually just being in kind of the muscle memory piece of it will in fact give you that light up and then oh yeah the lights turn back on again the curtain opens up again um and then you remember you know who you really are because all of this discomfort is a sense of not being fully connected to who you really who you really are and it's creating that friction that opportunity to remember who you truly are but in a way that will soon maybe right away, maybe tomorrow, maybe next week, I don't know, maybe next month, give you an even fuller, richer, deeper understanding or embodied experience of who you really fully are. And that's really ultimately like the most satisfying uh, piece. And then how do you want to express that in the world, of course, is, is also really fun. 
we often want to jump to the, how do I want to express that when we don't really know? And then that can create challenges. And sometimes when we don't know, how do I want to express that? It can be just a function of there's some newness within me that is unfurling that isn't yet in my awareness. And as a result, I don't know what I want to create from that. And that's okay. Just like be in that space. It's totally fine. The, the, the last thing I want to say about this kind of little section of things is that watch out for being dependent on inspiration. Okay. This is so classic. I fall for it too. I still fall for it occasionally. This idea of like, well, I'm not feeling inspired. So therefore I can't do the blah, blah, blah. That's actually not how the body works. Like that might be how our spirits work, particularly those of us who are not as good at the embodied side of it, but that's not how our embodied being works. The human works primarily actually where action creates inspiration much more easily than inspiration creates action. Um, now, as a gifted person, that there's a lot more subtlety to that. But the takeaway, I think, is really to simply remember that as much as you can do the correct or aligned action, that is going to create that positive flywheel effect for you, as well as uh, in terms of like, you know, the, the, the kinds of the, the higher level things that you want to experience, because it's going to do certain key things for you in your neurochemicals, right? And in your nervous system and in your neurobiology in various different ways. And that's actually really, really useful. This is a really good time, particularly if you're, if you're, if you're struggling around, like if you're more like me and you kind of fall more into the spirit side, pay attention to your neurobiology, learn more about your neurobiology, get into the next level of mastery over your neurochemicals. And I'm not talking about through, you know, prescription drugs. I mean, if you need those and those are working for you, I'm not bringing judgment around it, but I'm not, I want people to be clear that I'm not suggesting that that's where you go. I'm talking about really like refined tweaks around your behaviors and the way you order your behaviors. So that for example, you're kind of like, what's your dopamine flow? What's your oxytocin flow? What's your serotonin flow? Getting kind of some, getting a little bit of knowledge around that can be very useful. What are the things that your biology wants that can support some of that along with other systems in your body from plants, you know, plants, like I have these different kind of potions I like make up for myself with my, my teas, some people do smoothies, whatever, where I'm mixing in different uh, things from plants primarily. Um, and, you know, those are coming in and they're supporting in different ways. Um, different behaviors create different um, experiences like you know, but for me, everybody knows I do the swimming, right. And do the, and usually it's the cold swimming because that it, there's, it's a whole spiritual practice for me on many, many levels. But one of the benefits is on the biology. It does create a sort of uh, a, 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 a surge of certain neurochemicals. And so I do my timing of when do I do that around? When am I going to have, you know, or try to anyway, when am I going to have, when do I want like a sort of high value output time, you know, like, Oh, I really, I know everything works better for me when I'm actually writing in my stories, whatever, whichever books I'm working on, if I'm actually doing that, then like, everything's great. When I'm not doing that for an extended period of time, then I'm I get I turn into that, you know, tin man rusted out, you know, you know, squeaky, squeaky. And, uh, and so, okay, so if I'm having a hard time doing the writing, 
Like, what are the things that I can do around supporting, making sure that that space that I'm holding on my calendar for the writing will be at, you know, as optimal as possible on that day. Um, and remembering to just be as gentle with yourself as possible, as gentle with yourself as possible uh, around like loving yourself, not judging yourself, not shaming yourself, because all that does is just make it harder. It doesn't help in any way, shape or form. Like there's literally nothing good about that. Um, you know, even if you, you know, briefly use that to kind of get yourself into action, if you're not quick to kind of clean that back out again, you're going to end up piling up. Uh, resentment, and then you're going to end up back in rebellion energy, like I described earlier, and that never goes well for anybody. Um, so the other thing that I want to say about these energies is that there's a clearing option that's occurring as well for some of us where things are coming up to be um, to be cleared or cleansed in some way. And, uh, and I want to, again, kind of reinforce things that I said before around um, there are many, 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 like truly false, truly inverted, like upside down ways in which people talk about things like purity um, and cleansing and clearing and do that work. And that's not at all what I'm talking about. Um, for me, my interest, my experience is at its best when I feel that I am as clean or clear, if you will, a both a channel for and therefore a connection to the divine, the sacred, the deep sacred current of life force, blah, blah, whatever your words are for these things that is in me, that is moving through me and wanting to express in the unique way that is unique to my being and my essence. And so that kind of cleaning, clearing is, you know, is about removing static right? Um, uh, and removing friction, removing, you know, curtains that are in the way. And, um, and much of what is there that needs to be cleared, it isn't mine. It never was mine. Uh, but I took it on. Maybe when I was, you know, a baby, maybe when I was 18, maybe when I was 35, like who knows, but I took it on in some way, shape or form, or it was sort of, you know, we might have the experience that is much more at, at effect than at cause where it was pushed on me by another, you know, at some time or by society or how the world works in various different ways in the kind of human collective in the 3D. So that cleaning, that clearing can be very useful. Um, at this time and sort of the things that will come up probably are going to be a little hard to look at if you're really looking at them like oh I really didn't think I was doing that anymore like oh I really didn't think I had that kind of energy within me like I don't like that like I'm not proud of that you know and to come into as kind of a clean if you will unconditional love and compassion for yourself, remembering that unconditional love means it's not transactional. The behaviors are not what's creating the love. The love is just simply there. You're a worthy being, you're accepted, you are as you are. You don't have to behave in a certain way. And there's a push towards an increasing degree of integrity and so at various levels, things around where I have not been in integrity may be what's coming up, or that may be the theme underneath, 
right? And so where have you not been in integrity? And it doesn't have to be about like, where have you been bad? Like maybe there's stuff where it's like, oh yeah, I'm always lying to people about this thing or lying to myself about this thing, or I'm always in kind of a manipulation around this thing or that thing. Um, but it may be very internal. It may be only about like, what are you telling yourself? And, you know, or what are you not telling yourself, you know? Um, and it And it serves you well to just kind of, keep on accepting, keep on accepting. And then when you can feel the sense of, okay, I'm accepting that about myself. That's when you can start to think about, okay, what are, what, how can I, what, what different behaviors or actions or, or ways of being do I want? If you try to skip over that part and go straight to the like, quote unquote, reform, <laughs> you're, you're just, you're just stuffing it down. You're just pushing it down and pretending it's not there. And that doesn't, that won't actually be effective. And so again, it's hard to describe how to do this, um, uh, you know, in this kind of a format, but it, it's just, I just want to give you that kind of, you know, that awareness um, that it, you're just going to make it harder on yourself. It's useful to remember also that you know you're on a trajectory. All humans are on their own unique trajectory, um, and throughout their life, and there are different phases along the way where we are recovering or healing or removing distortions or traumas. And I say distortions or traumas, I bring them both in because distortions, pretty much everybody is going to have those. That's just the nature of the reality of like what's been going on with the collective for millions of years uh, or for thousands of years, excuse me. And the, the kind of the removal of those or the healing of those, wherever you're at in your trajectory of that work essentially will determine, not in a purely linear way, but to some degree, how much are you able to really kind of take on around this clearing and cleaning work? So this is where the kind of the gentle and the love piece is really important. If you're aware that you have behaviors that feel out of integrity, but they're very hard for you to change, and you are also in a place in your in your life trajectory where you have not yet removed enough of the distortions that say, for example, you know, you're not worthy, you're not okay, you're not safe, you're not allowed, you don't get to have your magic, you don't get to be, you know, who you truly are, you don't get to have needs, you don't get to have wants, for whatever reason, there are so many circumstances why, you know, that might be you know, what, what, what's going on in terms of the in, inner story or the inner belief, if you're feeling that way, then to go into a place of I'm trying to be better, do better around how I'm showing up, you know, in way you're just going to put, you're just going to create more self-negation, more self-shame. And so if that rings true, then that that might be where you're at, then really your work that kind of the cleaning, the clearing work is around, can I love myself a little bit more as I am? Like it, that, that's like such hard work. People are like, ah, that's easy. I want to like fix the thing. Where's the key in the lock or like, but it's like, it's not easy. It's just simple, but it's not easy. It's not easy at all. Um, and so being kind of gracious with yourself around whatever that needs to look like is really important right now really important right now. And one last piece about what's been going on, if you're not feeling 
any of the issues I've described, right? Like everything feels great and wonderful and cool and groovy, but maybe a little sense of slowdown, uh, but none of these other pieces, and maybe even not a sense of slowdown, or I don't know, no sense of friction. Um, understand that this period is also supporting integration into the biology. So if you everything feels wonderful and great, but you do have a little bit of a sense of slowdown, it may be just the biology is integrating. So you don't have to attach to any stories where you're not resonating with them, right? Like just as always, take what's useful and leave the rest. Um, and because there are so many different levels and layers that are being experienced right now, in particular with these huge energies, um, that is a really important piece to be aware of as well. We have some really wild energies, really wild energies. This whole kind of, there's this big escalation of some of these energies um, through the end of the month and into the very beginning of August. So, you know, it's not going to be kind of an overnight thing. Also, I do feel that some people are coming into kind of a first clearing phase already um, where you're already feeling like, oh, okay, which is great. And just keep like the, like, just keep going where you're guided to go to the extent that you can receive that guidance. And if you can't receive that guidance, right? Like you can't get clarity, just go in, go as much as you can into your heart, create your kind of current menu of things that light you up. Look back at the list of things that have worked for you in the past, bring them back in and just be in that kind of as much as you can, that daily devotion um, and that daily work of making sure that you're at the center of how you're functioning. When you make other people at the center of how you're functioning, then you fall off of center and things get really wobbly and everything falls apart. And anything that you're doing to try to be useful and of service to those people that you put in the center instead of yourself actually also falls apart and doesn't work very well. And, and, and I can hear some of you in my mind being like, no, it works just fine. They're fine. They'll just take and take and take, you know, at a, on a certain level, on a certain basic level, that might be true, but ultimately it's not to their good either. Um, yeah. So, and I don't think, and we don't have time to go into all of this around the layers of service and the drivers, the different layers and drivers of service and motivations for service that are available to us as we kind of move up uh, our own ladders. But I, I think I'll do that as a separate topic uh, just for timing um, because it's a whole big, like that's like another like 40 minute topic, <laughs> but it's very important. Uh, very important. So just the, the, the takeaway for just for this conversation is that when you're in service from trauma or you're in service from fear or survival, the quality of the service, the kind of the quality of the gift that you're giving through your service is much lower than when you're in service from joy. And there is an opportunity to move into a place where you recognize nothing and nobody needs you to be of service or in service. Uh, nobody needs, nobody and nothing needs to be serviced. And that you're really just in the beingness and the expression and beingness of yourself. And then the gift available through that as a byproduct of that has the highest potency, if you will.
Uh, okay, so I think that's um, all of the things that are to come out today at this moment, at this time. And um, just loving you and sending you love. And uh, thank you for your light in the world and all those wonderful things.